You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Final Beaver Studios. It's the Roman Podcast. Hyper Mega Compliment Global Hyper Double Quarantine Edition. I don't even know how to say it anymore. Uh, I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And I'm Rob Gast. The point is, is that numbers are climbing. Yes, COVID numbers. Well, this is the anticipated second wave. As well, everybody- it's not even a second wave because we, we didn't get rid of the first wave. Well, yeah, but yeah, down, so you're in the greater Toronto area in the GTA, as we say here. Um, and yeah, we're actually up North now. Or cesspool number one. Cesspool number one. Yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, we're actually leery of people coming up from Toronto to our, our, our beautiful oasis up here. In the North. Yeah. Didn't you guys get like total, like so far you've had like 73 cases or whatever, like you, your cases are mounting as well, which is pretty nuts. They are. Yeah. There's a, well, we had one over the summer, which happened to be like, it was attributed to one party. You mean like, it's like everybody was linked back to. We, uh, we had, we had a party too. It it caused an additional uh, 200 per day for the next uh, three weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, everybody's on it's, there's an uptick. So, and actually our province, our province actually scaled back to indoor gatherings to five and outdoor gatherings to 10 or something. Well, it was, uh, it was 10 indoors, I think 25 outdoors. Quebec is five. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but why don't we, ex- we're, we're expecting to shut everything back down again. Yeah, probably. You know, go, go figure. Send the kids back to school. Yeah. You know, and I, what I mean, kids, I mean, like, you know, obviously some of the kids, but university students, especially. Yes. Let the pork fest begin. Oh, everybody's sick. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have COVID and chlamydia. You know I mean, it just. <laughs> Covidia. Covidia. It's a new thing. Gone to herpacephalades. <laughs> COVID <laughs> style. You have feline AIDS. How's that even possible? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I have all three diabetes, type one, type two, and gestational. That's, how do I, yeah. I'm a dude. How did I get that? How did I get all the diabetes? Yeah. How did I get photosynthesis diabetes? <laughs> that's that's, that's a not even a thing. It's not even, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, well, well. Okay, a couple things. Uh, let me just pull this up. I'm sure everybody's chomping at the bit to hear our fantasy updates. I am losing poorly, and but I do have a I have an outside shot chance tonight. I think uh, the yeah. odds makers are giving me a 24 percent chance to pull it out. Odds makers are giving me a one percent chance, and that's uh, if his uh, remaining players, um, unless he's got he's got none left, but I'm pretty sure he's got one or two. Yes. Uh, unless they all go negative. If he, yeah, his running back has to literally have 10 fumbles tonight and he would still win. <laughs> if he fumbles the ball 10 times and the other team gets it, you'll, he'll still win. He's, 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 uh, he's good. So I, I had a tight end that, that didn't do anything the first week. So I was like, you know what? I'm sitting you and this guy who never does anything good for me. Every time I have him, Graham, yeah. I stick him in the tight end slot. He does nothing. And the guy I pulled off the bench for from week one, it's a monster game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, one of your quarterbacks got you like minus two, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, which is surprisingly 
worse than the quarterback who didn't even get to play because he had chest pains. Yeah, he exactly. Only gave me a zero. Yeah, Tyron, you would have been the guy that be- got benched. <laughs> the quarterback for the for the sorry, I was about to say in San Diego, the L.A. Chargers, uh, Tyrod Taylor. Um, if you played him, you'd be better off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he didn't even play. <laughs> this this poor guy had chest pains. Right, they rushed him to the hospital, and he didn't play in the game. They used the backup quarterback. Yeah, the uh, their sixth overall pick. And last year's draft, uh, and mind you, I have to admit, kid pulled it off pretty well. Yes, win, but it came down to was it overtime and like a multiple kick situation. Yeah, they lost in overtime to the defending champions, and last week they barely squeaked by the basement dwelling Cincinnati Bengals, and then this week they had to play at home against the Kansas City Chiefs, and they took them the task. Like this young kid, like for a, a debut game. Like he did fantastic. And you know, I mean, like they almost beat Kansas City, who are some are saying could go undefeated. Not anymore, not after that. So No, well the uh the Canadian who plays on that team, mm-hmm. uh, um Ron Hunter Renee. Oh, there's two of them. There's uh Hunter was he he's from North there's a guy from North Bay yeah, and there's that yeah, doctor from Quebec. The doctor from Quebec, he decided not to play this year uh because of the pandemic and he decided to stay mm-hmm. and uh and in the hospitals and help people. So he he gave up his year to help people. So they don't have him on right guard or yeah. right guard possibly left. Actually, I think you're thinking the deodorant. The deodorant yeah, right guard. I mean like uh <laughs> what was that? What was that skit from uh, Saturday Night Live? They had these guys coming up, and they were from all these different schools, and they, and you know, saying like, you know, like um, wide receiver, uh, Montana University, and then they had like one guy walk up, and he went, he said his name, whatever, Dave Taylor, and he sniffs his armpit, right guard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I still remember that when I was a kid. <laughs> right. Whenever, I played, whenever they put me on right guard, I was doing that in the locker room. <laughs> You're fucked, man. I was like, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, to uh, me. yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never got to play right guard. I was <laughs> <No>. too little. <laughs> yeah. I was too we're the, uh, we're the unsung heroes. We don't get credit. If everything goes well, they go, hey, the quarterback was amazing. Yeah. Everything goes bad to go. That old line is fucking blowing it. Yeah, he looks fucking getting hit all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No credit whatsoever because we do it right. A quarterback is all the time, or it looks like a superstar. You know. Well, it could be worse. You could have been like me and played defense. Well, the defensive line when they punch through and they they sack the quarterbacks, they're always talking about that. Yeah. You know, the middle linebackers busting through the line, the defensive uh, tackles. There, there, there is, there is an old adage. You, if you want to get your name in the newspaper, have a great offense. You want to get your name on a ring, have a great defense. Oh yeah. And I'm just gonna lay that. I'm just gonna say that right Back now. Back in the day when we were playing, we won. You're not really supposed to depend on it, but we won our games because of the defense. Yeah. You know, we never had a, a hot shot quarterback, so it's like we had an okay quarterback most of the time, depending whichever one we had. But the defense were the guys who ate the other team's offense. Our defense mm-hmm. was mean. Mean. So, yeah. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I'm making it look mean. Mean. That's a, well, that's a slap shot reference when he's smashing up the bus with a hockey stick. Yeah. yeah. I'm listening <laughs> to the fucking song. <laughs> Canadian. Anyway, if you haven't seen toys, if you haven't seen Slapshot, watch it. It's a it's a 70s movie, but it's fantastic. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, here we are, fantasy week two. You're about to 
lose your second in a row. I may lose my first of the season, but you know, the season is young. <laughs> the season is young and, and, and I'm not, and hope springs eternal. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm, it's going to, I'm going to think of even, like I said, like I have three quarterbacks, none of them did anything. Yeah. Out all of them combined got seven points. <laughs> Was that all of them combined would literally add up to seven points. <laughs> yeah, like, and the average quarterback will get you between 17 and 20 points in our league. So my quarterback that left my team, uh, you know, to, uh, to, to go to Indy. What's that? To go to Indianapolis. Yeah. Philip Rivers. Yeah. Philip Rivers. So what did he get? He got nine and a half points. Yeah. Which isn't great. I got one guy where they're saying throughout the game. Oh, healthy. Oh, injured. Oh, healthy. I kept getting notifications. I'm like, he's an old horse. Just shoot him. Yes, exactly. But I, <laughs> but I have him playing. Anyways, that's not a big deal. I'm not really, like I said, I, I'll, I watch the games I can. Uh, I work most of the time uh, during these games, and I record my team if they're playing. Right. And I'll catch a late game or something. So. Well, I messaged you, um, I think, around halftime. I'm like, are you do you have a TV on in the background? You're like, no, I'm working. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, you may want to. I said, well, I, I record if the game's on, I'm recording it. I said, I'll watch it later. I'll probably yeah. still watch it anyways. Kind of, forward. you may want to pay attention to this. So yeah, and also too, the they the, they're in the new stadium. So the Rams had their first home game. They share the stadium with the Rams, LA Rams now. So the the stadium, although empty, looks fantastic. The the new look jerseys with the number and the bolt on the helmet looks. It just has a. I, I'm an old school. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, they had that powder blue old school look. Yes. Yeah. It looks fantastic. Back because because what people not, aren't in the know. So you're a Sam, you're a Chargers fan. Originally, their first year in the league, they were the LA Chargers, and then they yeah, went for San one Diego. year. Yeah. And, and then they went San Diego. So they're bringing all that old back. So yeah, really uh, the, a lot of entertaining football games, a lot of upsets, a lot of like it was uh, this year's shaping up pretty awesome. Like it's um, my Giants lost their second in a row. Like. And oh yeah, and our running back tore his ACL. So yay, yay, our star run. Anyway, <laughs> enough about that crap. Um, also, we should mention the Western Conference Finals in the NBA. We were all, oh wow, we're gonna see a all LA Clippers versus Lakers Western Conference Final. No, the Clippers got upset too, and they are out. So Kawhi Leonard, who left the Raptors, who went to the Clippers is now out of the bubble and so home. Is his uh, coach a doctor or something? There was a meme. Doc Rivers? Yeah. So they said, uh, they said, they, gave, they said, Kawhi, they gave you a doctor, and then the next panel was him and Nick Nurse. Yeah. Said, what you really needed was a nurse. Yes, yes, Doc Rivers <laughs> and Nick Nurse. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Nurse is the head coach of the Raptors, for those <laughs> that do not they, know. Yeah. Essentially, you know what? If he would have stayed with the Raptors and the way that Van Fleet and everybody else was playing. Oh, yeah. They, I think they would have got, they, they would have beat Boston. Yeah, well, and and also too now. So Boston are playing the Miami Heat, which is weird because also Milwaukee was so the, those, those was the best know. team. Rob Rob meant to say Miami Heat and not Mammy Heat. Mammy Heat, uh, yes, Mammy. Yeah, we we don't want to start using that word. Mammy, <laughs> no. So <laughs> Miami Heat. So yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks and were and the Raptors were one two in in the conference, and Milwaukee was the best team in the league, and they were supposed to, but they got. They lost a star player and they got exited early. So, yeah, it's uh, down to L.A. and the Denver Nuggets, of all teams, in the West, and the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics in the East. So, 
we are still watching and paying attention because you know it's uh it's the finals you know yeah and yeah. the other finals that nobody on the planet fucking cares about the nhl tampa bay lightning and dallas stars i know one dallas fan uh dave if you're listening uh congratulations on making the finals because i i know you're excited hey i'm a devil's fan so i know what it's like to have be in the finals and have nobody care to be the weirdo yeah to be the weirdo so yeah lightning da- fans, there are a lot of lightning fans because there's a lot of retired quebecers that go to florida in the tampa bay area right and there's a lot of french canadians on the team Yes, you know, so they they tend to like the the Habs, but when the Habs aren't around, they'll they'll cheer for the Lightning because that's their second home team. Because half the year they're in Florida, anyways. Right. So and again, like, but like Tampa and Dallas, like, there's not even natural ice in these places. Like, like it's just, and again, not not to sound too Canadian, but we're just like. Ah, oh, just uh, you know, Batman's in a in a closet there, masturbating to. Oh know, yeah, they love Jar Jar Binks all going. Yes, two American teams. Yes, yeah, me again. Like high fiving himself. He stops. <laughs> he stops whacking off to high five himself. Well, that's just it. And again, like last year, St. Louis won. It was cool because they were like one of the first expansion teams in '67. So it was nice to see them come around, but it's just, I don't know. Like, and again, it's hockey and, and they're, and both teams are playing great. So it's just, yeah, they're mostly a bunch of Canadian kids on the teams anyways. So exactly. But, and again, well, I'm, and again, I'm a devil's fan. Like I'm used to people not giving a crap when my team's in the finals, but Oh, well, Dallas and Tampa. Congrats. <laughs> so, um, moving along. Yeah. There's something else I wanted to bring your, to your attention. Um, did you know, did you hear about this Kit Kat, the candy bar, right? Just launched an exclusive club for fans to try the newest flavors. So well, you, if you've ever seen the Japanese Kit Kats, they have all the flavors. They have all of the flavors. Yeah. Like, so, um, Kit Kats having this new club just, and they're having like Kit Kat duos and stuff. So if you join the club, you'll be part, you'll be very exclusive, right? If they're not doing it, you can't, not everybody can do it. I guess they're having a cutoff. So basically in the fall of 2020, um, the first flavor mocha chocolate is coming out, but you'll get it first if you're in the club and it doesn't come out till November. So is it, I'm going to ask you, you have partaken in, candy bars in the past no yeah i think uh if there was a quota uh i filled my <laughs> lifetime your lifetime and about seven other listeners lifetimes okay the candy bars, okay. So. okay so yeah, you've enjoyed the the comfort of a candy bar currently uh, currently off this all the sugar but yes now but yes i have as of hey i was i'm a nicotine addict i haven't had nicotine in 10 years but oh i I'm still a nicotine addict. I have enjoyed it. I yeah. I enjoyed it so much so that I cannot have any more for the rest of my life. So, a Kit Kat Club back in your when you were enjoying these candy bars, is this something you'd be interested in joining just to be the first to taste? Not really. It seems like a lot of effort. <laughs> I mean, if you if you put me in the club and ask me how to make uh, what flavors would you know, would you recommend? Right. I've got a bunch of them that they don't even think of. Mocha chocolate. Who hasn't heard of that? Half coffee, half chocolate. Oh, my God. Half coffee, half hot chocolate. Mocha. All right. Half cocoa, I should say. It doesn't. Look, you want to make a truly Canadian Kit Kat? Mm. 
right? I'm going to say something here that anybody who's other than people who's visit who have visited, right? Other than people who've actually seen it who live here, in a truly Canadian, we're going to make a tiger tail Kit Kat. Right, and explain what the tiger tail is. Yeah, tiger tail is a, a flavor of ice cream. It's, uh, you know, it's an acquired taste. Uh, <laughs> I like it. It's a mix of orange and white ice cream mm-hmm. with a little bit of like, kind of like a liquid chocolate, uh, licorice, I should say, uh, yeah. flavor thrown in. So the black mixes with the white and the orange, and it makes it look like tiger stripes. Tiger, yeah. You know, so, but it's an absolutely only Canadian thing. And many Canadians have never tried it. I don't like it. I'm not a black licorice type guy. I'm not a licorice guy anyway. I like black licorice, licorice, but a lot of people don't. So it's, like I said, it's it's an acquired taste. I like it. But, I mean, you come out with that, people buy it just because it's Canadian. Yeah, well, I thought you were going to say like maple syrup and poutine or something. No, come on. Like, everything's (laughs) maple. Like, even, uh, what was that Canadian kid who's playing for... uh, uh, I think it's for New England. Uh, they call him the Maple Rocket. Oh, Jesus right? And he's like, dude, that's not my nickname. They're like, that's your nickname. You're from Canada. You're a maple. So Maple Rocket. <laughs> maple. Like, like, like we I don't, don't know call it. Canada's maple, you jackasses. <laughs> what about Beaver Crusher? I mean, I can live with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Beaver Tamer. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, I'm telling you, there's a, not Putin, because you can't take salty snacks, put them in sweet snacks and go, mmm, look good. No, that tastes like shit. Yeah, that's it's a, it's like chocolate-covered pretzels. Yeah. You know, and you want to make like, oh, you know, dried sausage or pepperettes or whatever you call them, mini pepperoni. All right. Kit Kat. Nobody's going to eat that. <laughs> Nobody's going to eat that. You know what I mean? Disgusting. So you might as well just call it asshole. <laughs> like just <laughs> we have poutine flavored potato chips. That's a they're not the best. No, they're That's not. Something you could attempt to do because those it's, like and like, you know what it's I mean? Salty and potato and, and French fries are, you know, it's like, even. oh, we made poutine ice cream. Well, you're a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you are an asshole. <laughs> yeah, you should you eat a fucking jerk. <laughs> Just I don't, you don't even insult. You don't even call him an asshole. Like, what are you, a fucking jerk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crow is clutching his pearls. <gasps> How dare you? Oh my god, it's bad enough. I have to put up with the the shit coming out. Like I said, uh, the the fancy f- restaurants in Boston. You yes, know, coming up with something using all ingredients that are not poutine based and calling it a poutine. It's like. Yeah, then I'm going to have to hear people from Boston come here and go, this is not what a poutine is. Yeah, exactly. This, this is, our shit is what it is. Yeah, it is. It you is. got some, again, jerk chefs. Well, uh, I, I went, so since I moved back to our hometown, you know there's a little chip stand on there all called the uh, Shack of Patat. Oh, fuck, I love that place, man. <laughs> you love the Shack of Patat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just fun to say, especially if you're English. Yeah, shack of Patat, it's, uh, it's Potato Shack. It's potato shack, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Loosely translated. Literally, like you go into this place and there are five gallon pails in the back, whole bunch of them stacked up on top of each other. Yeah. One, and in order to make proper fries, in order to make a proper poutine, you have to de starch your fries. And they soak, they'll make fresh cut fries, you know, the fresh cut the potatoes, mm-hmm. stick them in the buckets in the water, let them sit 24 hours, take them out, fry them once, take them out, and then fry them again when they're ready to go. Right. And it makes an, an amazing French fry. Um, and it's the, the, the time it takes for them to make it, it's worth the cost. And usually the cost is not prohibitive either. No, no. And it's like, yeah, it costs like it, it would cost you the same to eat at the shack of patatas would 
to eat at Subway. You know what I mean, like like yeah. anything else nowadays. I, and I hate to say it, but there's one place that pretty makes a pretty amazing poutine. Costco. Yeah, it's unbelievable, and you just kind of sit there. And you don't want it. You you don't want to be like, ah, no. <sighs> but you know what? There's a there's a food truck in town that serves, uh, uh kind of like Asian fusion. Right. I've had Peking duck poutine from these guys, and I'm not kidding. Probably in my entire life, even going to Quebec, probably the best poutine I've ever had in my life. Really? Absolutely. You know, I'm willing to give credit where credit is due when it comes to food. <laughs> yeah, when it's food. <laughs> yeah, when you're talking about poutine, <laughs> you ain't fucking around here. That's I, what I, I mean. Okay. Is these uh, these guys are some of these guys. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. So back to the original question. There's a Kit Kat. They have a club. Yours, and, and this is this is an interesting take. I never even thought of this. Their target audience is probably too fucking lazy to join. Well, it's that, and it's just like <laughs> I'm not going to wait for you to mail me a Kit Kat <laughs> if I'm already too lazy to go buy one. What makes you think I check my mailbox every day? It's thirty some odd degrees heat. Yeah. You know, during the summer, uh, you know, so it's like a 80, 85, 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. And we're going to leave that in a mailbox. I don't care if it's in a foil envelope. By the time I get it, I'm just going to have to pour it into my mouth. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> you say, you stand by what you say. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, do you have anything? Um, the Emmys were last night. You didn't watch. Well, I, I know that uh, Schitt's Creek took home seven awards. Yeah. They, the Canadian show swept a lot of uh, of the big of the top awards yeah it was great it was, of, crazy. Of, it was funny too the first time the show came out a lot of the Americans were like can you say that on tv well you can if it's your last name yes and, and it's shit it's it's, it's s-h-c-i-t-t i believe i-t-t apostrophe s yeah it's yeah. uh it is a last name so that's how they got around it and yeah. they they put on the cbc and and it was funny because when they're shopping in the u.s they're like how did you get away with this and they're like that's somebody's last name. Are you making fun of someone's last name? Well, no. Well, there you go. That's what yeah. we did to them. Well, yeah. yeah. And I also too, we're a little bit less stringent on our lot. Like, uh, um, Zach and Mary make a porno. The, the poster that came out in Canada had, um, uh, Elizabeth Banks and Seth Rogen. And then they had, you could see the tops of people's heads underneath just above the belt line in Canada, but in the States, they wouldn't allow it because so they had stick figures. Yeah, on we their had post a called uh, I think it's called fucking people. And when I went to the U.S., oh, young people fucking, young people fucking. And when yes. I went to the U.S., they start out the uh, you know the middle letters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's okay. I mean, yeah, I that's get fine. That, but, yeah. uh, so Shit's Creek is no longer um, producing new episode. They just nope. wrapped up their final season. season, but it's on. I believe it's on Netflix. Yes, uh, I believe so. You know, yeah. and so in Canada, yeah. seen it. I was talking to my mom, she's like, I've never seen it. I heard it's really funny. I'm like, it's actually tremendously funny. Yeah. Awkward. And and so it's kind of like one of those things that you produced out of Canada where you had like Trailer Park Boys, uh, and even Portrait Trailer Park Boys. There's you know, then we have Letter Kenny, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then Shits Creek. We've got a lot of Canadian Little Mosque on the Prairies, also huge around the world. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Letter Kenny, um, you know, uh, you know the big bruisers, the bruiser guys that that come and they help fight all the time. Like on the show, they got a couple of guys. I bump yeah, into I bump into one of them all the time here because Letterkenny's filmed. They film. Yeah, filmed right where I'm sitting. Well, not yeah. in my house. One but. goes, tarps off, boys. Let's get us a Donnie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one guy. Yeah, it's, it's the bald guy. And I looked, I'm like, I'm like, is that a wrestler? Like, I, I'm in a convenience store or something. I'm like, huh. And then I saw him walking his dog. And then I'm like, why do I know that guy? And, and then I'm like, 
oh shit, yeah, he's on Letterkenny. So because yeah, yeah. he's Canadian famous. When you look at a famous Canadian, your first things are your first instincts uh, instincts Hockey? are not. Oh, you're famous. It's like. Did we go to school together? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you play <laughs> hockey? Yeah. Um, Did you coach my son at soccer? Lacrosse. Lacrosse, right? <laughs> you played for the Toronto Rock, right? Okay. All right. Let's move on. We got to get to our unsolicited advice here today. Are you ready to, to give us that advice? Sure. This one's, uh, again, a little bit longer, but I think it's, it's worth it in the end there. So, And again, when I read these, I'm reading them verbatim. So no pun intended. Yeah, it was a sexual comment. It's a little long, but worth it in the end. It's a little long, but worth it in the end. (laughs) So if the grammar's off, just please excuse me because I end up tripping over myself. I mean, what? That doesn't. I didn't. That doesn't make sense. What happens? You get a third grade education. I mean, they can't expect much more from you. No, they can't. They cannot. All right. Okay. Here we go. Unsolicited advice. Here is the question today. I have been best friends with this guy since we were 10. We're now we're 18 now and I love him more now than ever. We just click. We love spending time together. We've had our chances together in the past, but pushed our feelings away and saw other people as we attended different high schools and didn't want to do the long distance. We were young and dumb and that's okay because we both have learned so much about ourselves. Okay. Yeah. They're 18. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, and I realized that I actually love him so much. I would do the long distance thing, a 14 hour drive for him right now. The only problem is that he has a girlfriend who has been date who he's been dating for a year, much longer than any of our friends expected since we thought he started their relationship to make me jealous. Ooh. I think he feels the same as I do about him, but he's too scared of rejection from me. I really want to be with him, but I don't want to put him in a position where he has to choose between myself and his toxic girlfriend. All of our friends have wanted us to date since we were 14. I know that I'm ready now. I have been hiding my feelings for nine months and I am so ready to be with my best friend for the rest of my life. What do I do? Roman. Nothing. Okay. Recap. They were best friends since 14. Um, and now she realizes she loves him and they both decided, I guess, mutually or whatever. And she thinks he's with the girl he's with now to make her jealous. And it's a 14 hour drive to get, cause, um, for whatever reason, um, you're saying she should do nothing. Correct. And the reason why is because is that let's say it works out. Let's say, okay, here's a few scenarios. She decides that she protests her love yeah. and he, he decides, Okay, you know what? I don't feel the same way. All right, so yeah. their friendship is basically on the rocks. Yeah. Right? Not only that, the uh, the the psycho uh, ex. The psycho There's no psycho ex. She's no, assuming it's a toxic sorry. girlfriend because toxic she's girlfriend. That's what I mean. The, the current toxic girlfriend. Yeah. May decide to start hunting you for your ivories. All right. <laughs> Two. He says I do feel the same way, but I'm not going to break up with my girlfriend because how am I supposed to start a relationship with you? If somebody comes along and tells me that they love me and then I'm with somebody, uh, you know, you have to let this run its course. Three, he breaks up with uh, his toxic girlfriend uh, and they decide to hook up together. And but they're 14 hours apart, leaving the toxic girlfriend every moment and every every day to work herself back into his life and, and kick and then kick her back out. Right. You know what I mean? And then the other one is, yeah, there's a slim chance that it all be happy and roses. Like, well, he's only dating her because, you know, trying to make me jealous. 
This is arrogant as fuck. Yeah, and no guy dates somebody for a year to make somebody else jealous. Boy, I think it's working. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're going to get married and have children. Yeah, we do that. That'll really piss her off. <laughs> so, no. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, you can have friends drop hints in his ear saying, you know, you know, you should get rid of this girl, blah, 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 but never mention your name. No, no. The moment your name is attached to her, he will eventually, if it doesn't work out, he will then almost, I won't say almost, but let's say close to deify the ex, even though she was toxic. Right. If, if you're together two years and you break up and you have a, like a, a bad breakup, he's going to be like, you know, like I should have stayed with her because she was more loyal, even though she wasn't. Because in his head, he's going to remember things better. And it's just a mess. So, yes, you're arrogant as fuck. You know, yes. yes, I understand you're in love with him, but it's like you don't get to own everybody that you want. You don't get to possess people like that and go like, well, okay, I'm ready now. Well, when you were younger, you weren't ready. Well, that's just it. It's like, no, like she's saying, oh, they've grown so much. Well, yeah, between 18 and 14 and 18, but still, you're still 18. There's, you mean, it's not like you're, you're our age where it's like, oh my God. Um, well again, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm not taking into consideration the, uh, the age, the young young passions. Yes, exactly. And again, and that's fine. But, um, next time he's home or next time he's, he's up or down or wherever he is, goes like to, Cause I'm assuming they're both, if they were best friends from, from the home, same hometown or he's out, he's moved or whatever. Next time he's around visiting the gang, um, I wouldn't put the ultimatum down, but I would, uh, I, I, if I, I wouldn't do it at the time if I was 18, but in hindsight, I would definitely say something. Put it out there. You can put it out there, but again, it's not a good idea, but for you, for this person, because you don't want to be 35. This is what we used to call back in the day, instead of, uh, you know, the only me, me generation and it's only about me, we used to call it bad timing. I yes. was dating somebody when she was single. She was dating somebody when I was single. Yeah, yeah. We just called it bad timing, but we respected the other person's relationship enough not to try to blow it up. Right. Oh, yeah. No, no. Miserably. Or like I understand that like if they were hanging around all the time and this person was always around like hey let's get her watching like how I think we've all been in the situation where it's like that female friend would come over and oh I'm chilly and snuggle up on the couch and not expecting anything and you're like oh my god I like this person this is terrible yeah I if it gets to those points I would that's when I'd be like hey listen I can't hang out like this. Because I like you more than just friends, and 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 it's fucking killing me. What do you mean, yeah. like, yeah, the uh, once you're the friend zone for for women, yeah, you're you're there. The only way there's only one way to get out of the friend zone. Well, and how's that? Stop being friends. Stop being friends. <laughs> exactly. No, it literally yeah, is we- the only way. You have to blow up your friendship. Stop talking to them. Stop hanging out with them. And when they go, like, oh, I miss you. Well. Are you ready to get into a relationship? Well, no, I just wouldn't. Well, no, I, I have enough friends. I just haven't. And it I, hurts I, more to be beside yeah. you, hanging out, you know, doing stuff than actually being with you. So when I just you're feel ready, like going out to dinner tonight, not paying. And I miss yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> and it's painful as fuck. And most people don't want to do it, but that's the only way. And also, this is what I'm, this and is most why people I'm be so- like, oh, I never, never thought of like, like, oh, I tried all these different things or tell your girlfriend, you love all these TikTok. It's all bullshit. Yeah. 
it's all set up in advance when they go like kiss your best friend and see what happens and and oh he's into it and all those shit on TikTok is all made up. It's yes. all for for you know for people to watch and go oh my god he actually was it. It's drama that they made up for you, right? Yes, exactly. Reality, she can look at you and go like, don't you have any integrity trying to blow up my current relationship? Because he may not think she's toxic, even though you do. Well, and yeah, that's what I'm assuming. It's a, But again, um, because if you're having those feelings, the friendship is done anyway. Like, you I mean, you're not going to be able to just like, okay, I'm fine. Well, as, yeah, as soon as you say it, yeah. Yeah, but, but it, no, it's in you. Like, it's just like, uh, it's like, oh, but mm, I just oh, don't. I'm familiar with burying it deep down and still hanging out with a person for a decade and still be like, one day. <sighs> one day. Ooh. It's torturous for the people who go through it. Oh. Some people will, will drag it out and go like, eventually she'll see. No. No, she won't. Big, People are like, got to make a big move. And then they're going to be like, push you away and go like, no, we're just friends. It's just like, oh, well, this got awkward. And then hanging out after that will not be the same. No. So they go, well, he's only dating her because she's, you know, trying to make me jealous. No. no, no, no. So the answer is nothing. All right. Your answer is nothing. My answer is say something, but in passing next time, but don't make a big, don't ultimatum. So yeah, you can be subtle about it and be like, well, you know, there are better options. Yes. <laughs> all right let me take care of some housekeeping we got to get out of here right. uh, if you want to find the show on the social medias we are at roman podcast on instagram and twitter if you want to find myself i'm at robert mmcast on twitter and instagram you can find roman the bow he is the roman bow on twitter and instagram as well if you want any of our merch go to romanpodcast.com take it right to our tea public store you can get all our logos our current logo our season the Christmas logo, if you want, if you're doing Christmas shopping early, it's September already. Um, you can get all our vintage logo, everything you need, our COVID logo on shirts and t-shirts and books and laptop cases. And now you can get them on uh, face masks. So if you go in public and you want to say, hey, I also listen to the Rome podcast, you can put them on a face mask, but be advised that any proceeds made from the sale of any of our face masks on our website will go uh, we're going to send the proceeds to uh, COVID World Vision because making money off a pandemic is gross. <laughs> so, <laughs> other uh, networks we're on, uh, Points of Interest Podcast Network, the EMC Podcast Network, the Tangible Network, and we're also endorsed by Emotionally 14. So I implore you to Google all four of those places. You will not be disappointed for awesome podcast content. The Tasty Nude Campaign. You want to send Romans some Tasty Nudes? Halloween's coming up. Next month, you might want to get those tasty Halloween nudes sent. Uh, RomanPodcast at gmail.com. If you have any tasteful nudes, you can send them. Same address, Kara Rob, RomanPodcast at gmail.com. I will happily peruse your taste. As long as they're tasteful, I'll look at them. I'm a married man. Tasty, send them, Kara Roman. Our review reach around? Sure, why not? Uh, if you'd like to give Roman or Rob a review reach around, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a star rating review. We call it Review Reach Around. Sorry, that's a five-star double-down pandemic reach-around. <laughs> so until next week, I'm Rob Gast. And I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And we'll see you next time. Later. You are listening to the Points of Interest Podcast Network. You can find us at poipodcast.com. Make pod. What would you do with the powers of creation?
Would you speak of triumph? Would you talk of joy? Or would yours be a chorus of rage? The Tangent Bound Network is seeking those with the powers of voice to join an international network of podcasters. Visit tangentboundnetwork.com and let your voice be heard.